Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Creating a Prayer Culture for God Prayer Line podcast. We are so grateful. Today is Saturday, April the 4th, 2020, and we are still continuously coming together and gathering in the name of Jesus. And so just so excited about everything that God is doing in everybody's life. It's been such an awesome time just coming together and just praising and, and worshiping the Lord. Um, we're so grateful to the word, so grateful to the truth. It's it's awesome when you can come together with a group of believers who believe in the same word, who believe in the same truth. It's so amazing how the word of God, it does that. It brings everybody together. And this is a season when it's so important that we, the believers, we, the men and women of, of, of God come together and continue to lift up the name of Jesus. Again, the scriptures tell us that if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. And so every time we come together and we gather, we share the gospel, we share the word that's drawing men unto thee. Every time people tune in, every time people come on and acknowledge who they are, that's lifting them up. He says, I'll draw all men unto me. Nobody's being drawn unto us on this created prayer culture for God. They're being drawn unto him. They're coming because they have such a hunger and a thirst for righteousness and they want to be filled. And the best way to be filled is through that, is through the word of God, is through the scriptures. I'm telling you, it strengthens, it builds us up. Um, we are so excited every day to come together. And so as I was getting up this morning, um, about two days ago, I tell you, it's just been awesome. I know a lot of you have been just being waking up by the Holy Spirit. He's been waking you up, prompting you to get up and, and open up the word and having you to read. And I tell you, He's allowing us to really be able to understand the word. It's like the word, the scriptures are speaking to us. And it's just like our, 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 our soul is just eating it. And it's like you're craving it and you don't, you don't want to stop. And because he's doing a new thing in all of us, he's doing something new in all of us. This time where a lot of us have been able to just pull away from a lot of things, um, in the world and just really getting that time with the Lord. And again, as I say, just the examining, you know, the word comes and it examines us and it's, it's good because it examines anything in us. That's not of God. And even the things in us that are God, all the things that are in us that are of God, it just tends to ignite it even the more. And if there's anything in us that does not resemble him, then the word helps to remove that thing out of us, which means the more word that you put inside of you, that's the more of the things that are not of God that will begin to come out of you. They will begin to be released out of each and every individual. But today I, I want to talk about um, just a few scriptures here. It might seem as though I'm going all over the place, but I've got to just share this. Um, but first it'll be out of second Peter the third chapter, verse nine, where it talks about the Lord is not slight concerning his promise. Has some men count slightness, but is long suffering to us were not willing that any should perish, 
but all should come to repentance. And as we begin to examine this scripture, basically, and it's, and it's talking about, in other words, God is not late on concerning his promises. He's, he's not late. God is not late. He's not slacking. And, and two, we have to understand for those of us who are saved, he's talking about for those of us right now who are saved. In other words, and God, he, he waits patiently. He's such a, a patient God. He loves us so much. He waits for us, even with us, as we've been coming together for the past couple of weeks, the couple of days. Well, what is happening is, is there's some cleansing that's taking place within us. There's some transformations that are taking place because God is not slight. God is, he's, he's patient, you know, he's, he's wait. And it deals with all of our lifestyles and the conduct of our lifestyles because he's, he's making sure, cause see for us, we have to continue to repent so that it says so that, but that all shall come to repentance. God is not late, you know, and this is meaning to those of us who are saving how he waits so patiently for us. It is our job to go out, um, a scripture that we always talk about. He who wins soul is wise. That's so important. Because that's the most important thing it is, is to winning souls. But God is making sure that, that we're right in our salvation, that we're right. You know, he's waiting for us. He's making sure if there's anything in us that does not resemble him, this is the time for it to come out. And it's coming out. That's the purpose of why when we're gathering every morning and, and we're worshiping and we're praising God, we're glorifying him. We're glorifying him. And see, we have to understand when it says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall be saved. And see, we have to understand that only if you believe in him shall you be saved. So that's the purpose of why God is taking us and he's getting us into a position to where we can go out and we can share his gospel with others and that they'll be drawn to him. That's why he's sharpening up our skills. That's why right now he's, he's tearing down some things in us. But in the process of that, he's also building up some things in us. He's building up our confidence in him. He's building up our faith in him. He's building up our trust in him. A lot of things that over the years were there that we didn't even recognize were there. Well, as we're coming together, see, that's why you can't just talk to God on Monday and not talk to him on Tuesday, or I open my Bible up on Monday. Um, I ain't going to do it on Tuesday, or I'm just going to wait until we gather on Sunday or better yet on Wednesday night. But see, he's saying, no, this, this, this thing has to do with an everyday lifestyle because there's a lot of things out here that are not God. There's a lot of things out here that are false representation of who he is. But see, we have to know that our God He's not slight, which means he doesn't have do anything. He doesn't, you know, just do whatever. No, he's not slight, which means he's not going to fall back. You know, sometimes people may fall back. God won't fall back. But it says he's not slight concerning his promise. He says, as some men count slightness, but it's long suffering. He's long suffering, which means God is patient. He's patient because he does not willing. He's not willing for any man to perish. He does not want any man to perish, but we have to begin to understand for those of us 
who who are saved, we too, we we have to begin to continuously, like something we were learning months ago, we were saying we have to continue to repent daily. We have to continue to repent daily. And what's happening is as we're doing that, y'all, we're helping and drawing people to Christ because we're continuing to make sure, Lord, that we're living right. We're walking up right because as we're seeing in the world, there's been a lot of people who have not really been about winning souls. Remember, who he who wins soul is wise. He who wins souls is wise, not just for people to be drawn to a particular ministry or to just, but who wins souls. It's about winning souls because he says the people in, listen, he says, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God don't want nobody to, to um, perish. He wants all people. He, he desires, but normally, but basically for those of us who are saved, for those of us who are saved, God is giving people time to repent. That's why we're getting up on this line. That's why we invite people to come so that they can begin to, to get a relationship, so they can have an understanding, so that they'll understand salvation, that they'll understand that Jesus is the answer to everything. Jesus is the answer to everything. He's the answer to it all. There's nothing that has taken place in our lives or anybody's lives or anybody that we know. There's nothing that can take place in their life that Jesus cannot heal, that Jesus cannot deliver them from. Come on, nothing. It doesn't matter what it is. Nothing. Is, is, it, is there anything too hard for God? Matthew 19 and 26 is anything. And what it says with man is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. That's the purpose of the creating a prayer culture for God. Prayer line. It's a prayer line. Number one, it's a prayer line that has become a podcast. But within that, this line is, is a restoration line. It's a, it's a line of restoration. It's restoring us. I'm telling you, it's taking our worship to a whole nother level. We, we're not coming together in the same building or same location, but we're coming together in the same spirit. Come on. We're coming together. Come on. We're in unity we're like, okay, we're coming together on the line to lift you up, Jesus. That's the thing that we have in common is to lift him up continuously, daily, lifting him up. You got to love Jesus. Come on. You, you, you got to be saved in order to get on the line every morning. Come on. That means you really truly believe in what thus saith the Lord. You don't believe in us. You believe in what the word says. And come on, God is not late. He ain't late. God ain't slack. Come on, he's not late on his promises. But what's happening is those of us who are saved, we got some examining that we're doing. Come on, there's some, some emptying out that has to be done. Come on, there's some impartation of the Holy Spirit. Come on, he's coming inside of, of some of us. Come on, because he says, I want to be your guide. I want to be your guide and I want to be the one to predict your future. I want to be the one to direct you and where you have to go. See, we have to continue to obey his commandments. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And so too, we have to understand the Lord is not slight concerning his promise. You got to understand concerning his promise, not somebody else's promise, but his promise. 
as some count slightness, but it's long suffering. I love that word, long suffering. Long suffering, with, which, which means like an extension. You know, God is going to be with you. He's going to be with you. He's with us. God is with us. Emmanuel, it says, willing that any should perish. He's not willing that any should perish. That includes saved, unsaved. He does not want anyone to perish, especially those who believe in him. For those of us who believe in him, we should not be perishing. Hosea 4 and 8, what it says? 4 and 6, I'm sorry. Hosea 4 and 6, it tells us, it tells us about the knowledge. People perish for the like of knowledge. There's that word perish again. People perish for the like of knowledge. And that's why we're gathering every morning. That's why we can't take time off because when we begin to take time off, I'm talking to those of us who save, who have a personal relationship with Christ. We can't take time off. You know, we have to stay in the word. We got to get on here so that we can learn because sometimes things that you may think that you know and understand, you don't truly know. And so when it comes to winning souls, a lot of times those are things that, that trip others up. So the Lord is saying, this is the time for all believers to pull away, to set aside those things that have drawn you away from me. It's time for you to take, this was an awesome time to have some excess time, extra time staying before the Lord. Come on. That's why we had to worship. That's why some mornings the worship has begun to go to a whole nother level. Well, guess what? That's what's supposed to be happening right now. Everything that's taking place should be taking place because this is God beginning to, to show us and speak to us because he loves us so much. Remember that no man shall perish. Amen. He who wins souls is wise, which means he's teaching us through the word how to be wise. It's through his scriptures. We couldn't do it on our own. He's teaching us. He's teaching us why, because he waits patiently for us to be saved. I want to make sure that I'm right with Jesus because I don't want to be nobody's stumbling block. I don't want to be my own stumbling block because sometimes you can cause yourself to stumble, but I don't want to be my stumbling block. And I truly do not want to be a stumbling block to anyone else. But I want you to begin to, to truly understand that everything that's going on y'all this is being this is God's plan this is God's plan because look at us people in the world a lot of people in the world now I'm telling you I know I've seen it I see it for myself they've put their trust in, in idols and they, they're worshiping other things and they're they're perishing they're perishing they truly are perishing for the lack of knowledge because their trust has been in man. Their trust has been in, in soothsayers. Their trust has been in fortune tellers. You know, their trust has been in horoscopes, you know. But for us, the same, our trust is in the Lord. And remember, again, I just keep hearing that he who wins souls is wise. That's the purpose of why we're learning for some it's like we've been in a class. We've been in, in, in training because he's preparing you for souls. There are some souls out there that you're going to be able to go and witness to. 
everybody. He is, it's not a respect person that he's going to use to do it. He wants to use us all. So he's letting you know, look, I'm not slight concerning my promise as some count slightness. He says, but it's long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Come on. Not willing that any should perish. Think about it. That's that. That's talking about whom the Lord has chosen and will call to complete. He will call to complete the redeemed. That's when the Lord has chosen. That's why it's so important that we begin to read the scriptures and we begin to have a relationship with the Lord. Praise God. But let us go to another scripture real quick and like I said, it might seem like I'm going all over the place. That's not the intention, but I've, I just got to share with you some, some scriptures that the Lord had me read. Because I've been doing a lot more reading now. Um, I had some time to just really pull away because it's like God needed us to just pull away, y'all, and just really get before him. Because he wanted to speak and show us some things. He's showing us things that are going around, things that are happening. It's, it's vital that we come together and pray. God loves to hear us pray. And he loves to hear us pray his word. And even better, he loves us praying his word in unity. He loves to hear the same language coming out of all of our mouths. And we have to know God ain't slack on his promises. You know, he, he, he desires for no, that no man shall perish, but I want to go over into glory to God. Second Peter one, um, starting at verse 19, second Peter, yes. Yeah, second Peter, the first chapter starting at verse 19. And it says, and so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy never come by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. A lot of things going on, a lot of things happening today. But I love about the scripture because it goes back to tell us. I love it. It says, I got to go back over and read again, y'all. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. When Pastor Lerner, a lot of times he, he, we, he talks about the minor prophets and the major prophets and any prophetic word that, that you need to hear, anything that you need understanding or revelation on, we have those major and minor prophets there to go back and read. And when you begin to go back and read their books, I'm telling you, the prophetic word just flows. And, and you'll find that each one that you begin to read, a lot of what they prophesied, it was 
the same prophecies. And these were people that were prophesying at different times, but they were prophesying the same word, the same warning, the same judgment. And, and when you begin to read it, I'm telling you, you will find you, you won't want to put the Bible down because everything that's taking place and everything that will take place, they spoke of it. They, there were warnings there. Nobody was, would, would be left to perish because they forewarned, they foretold the future. In other words, for us, it was to prepare us. We're being prepared now, y'all. This is preparation time. It's, it's, it's vital. You know, it's vital which means it's, it's, it's of necessity. It, it has to be done. We have to do it. We have to read. We have to study. We have to pray. We have to repent. We cannot not do those things. It's so important because there's the word that, that has been spoken out of the mouth of the prophets there to foretell what was going on. They even foretold of, of Jesus, what he was going to come and what he was going to do. They foretold. So it's so important that we begin to go back, go back and, and read on the major and minor prophets. Begin to read it so that you can begin. Remember, he who wins souls is wise. These are things that we who are already saved, we need to know. Because God don't want us to be out here half doing anything. He wants us to, you have to know that you know that you know. And because there are some out there that have been placed out there to lead people to Christ, but they're not doing that. They're not doing that. And it makes you wonder, are they really truly saved? And I always say, God, examine me because I don't want to be like those out there in the world that are a misrepresentation of who you are. I know that I'm not perfect. But I serve a perfect God. We talk about that all the time. Jesus is perfect. Hey, and he's doing some perfection in us all. But I thank God that I truly love his people. I love all people. I love all people because I'm desiring that all people be saved. But again, I know that there will be those who will not. There will be those who will perish. But I definitely, those of us who are saved, we should not be perishing because there's so much wisdom in the word of God. There's so much wisdom in the word of God. This, this prayer line has been created. So every day you will have a place to come to Matthew 6 and 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto thee. There's so much more to teach as we begin, as I'm reading scriptures, even as I was reading in second Peter three and nine, I said, Lord, there's so much meat in here. Thank God for this prayer line that a lot of what we may not get to teach when we come into the houses of, of God, or when we have our, our, uh, Wednesday night for us, we, we was having Wednesday night Bible study for some, your Thursday night or your Friday nights, um, our prayer time. But it's like, Sometimes there's not even enough time in the day, but God has given us a tool in the morning. This creating a prayer culture for God, prayer line, it has become a place that we can begin to share even more of the gospel because it just helps us to pray better. You know, it helps our day to go better. There'll be some things that'll come that'll try to take you off track, take you off course, but thank God you can always go back and say, you know what, let me go back and play it. So that I can let that be playing in my ears. 
so that I don't get distracted by all these other things. Amen. Because God has given people time to repent. God has given us time to repent every day. When he wake us up, that's a time for us to repent. Because sometimes you might not even know. It could have been something you thought or you felt and you didn't even realize it. But I love the Lord so much that he's given us time. Remember, in him we shall not perish. When he said it in John 3, 16, whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. But they got to believe in him in order to not perish. They got to believe in Jesus. And guess what? He wants you to be the example of him to others so that they'll believe in Jesus. Now, if I go back again to 2 Peter 3 and 3, like I said, it may seem like I'm going all over the place. Amen. But we just got to begin to realize 2 Peter 3 and 3. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days walking according to their own lust. In other words, some false teachers. <laughs> and when we look around, if y'all beginning as we're examining this, the scriptures right now, you're starting to see some different ones that are out there. Come on. And it, remember, the last days walking according to their own lust. Walking to their, in other words, to their own ideas. You know, coming away from the, the true teaching and just, just teaching something. But it ain't the gospel. And guess what? People are perishing for that. There are some saved people that are perishing from false doctrine and false teaching. And that's why we continue to come together and we, we teach the scriptures. We teach the word. We ask for the questions. We, we have on the podcast, if it's something that you don't understand and you want to know, get on there, send that question in. So that gives time for, for the pastors to get in and look at it and say, okay, these are some questions that, that people have. We can study, we can begin to, to get the scriptures, take you to the word where it talks on this particular thing because there are so many people out here teaching so many different things. One day I just had to go on my way to work, I had to just begin to, I began to weep because it felt like I was hearing all these different sounds and different things. And the Lord was showing me, this is how it sounds to him. It's all these different sounds and different noises. And it, it it's like people are teaching so much different stuff. And it just became so heavy on my mind. I just began to weep and cry out to God because I was like, Lord, this is what's happening in the world. This is why people, believers are perishing because they've been given so much false information because the word says, Proverbs 11, he who wins souls is wise, which means you're going to go before the Lord before you share anything with God's people. You're going to go and make sure that you're hearing from God. That's why we have to preach sound doctrine. We have to, we have to, because there's some scoffers that are coming. They're, they're coming. And they're, they're even, even now you got to think what's, what's getting ready to take place. Well, resurrection Sunday, so much has happened all over the world. Resurrection Sunday is coming. That's why we say every day we get on this, on the, on the prayer line, every time we come together and we're praying and we're teaching Come on, we're being resurrected. We're being resurrected this morning, today. 
We were being resurrected on yesterday, the day before. Every morning that we get up, we're being resurrected. We're asking God. When we're getting up in the morning, we're thanking him, but we're also repenting to him. We're also seeking him first. That's resurrection. That's being resurrected. Come on. He brought us back to life. His word, his love, his compassion. He loves everybody. He's not a respected person. Thank God. He's not a respected person. He loves everybody. Glory to God. And also, too, I want to go over into Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Praise God. Something else that I was waking up to. It's like I've been waking up a lot. And I pick up my phone and I click on the Bible app and it's amazing how I'm telling y'all, sometimes the Holy Spirit, he's moving my hands around and it's certain things he's taking me to right now and I'm reading on and I'm starting to see things a whole lot clearer. But I want to start out at the 15th verse of Matthew 7 and 15 and it says beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly they are ravenous wolves you will know them by their fruits do men gather grapes from the thorn bushes or figs from thistles even so every good tree bears good fruit but a bad tree bears bad fruit A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree does, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. That's what's happening now. That's why you're starting to, to read more. That's why you're praying more. That's why you're studying more. Your eyes are being opened. You're starting to see it says, therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. See, when we're coming together in the mornings and we're praying, that's why a lot of people are being drawn to this line because what's coming forth is the word of God. That's what's being prophesied over them and prophesied in their lives. I mean, in their lives is the, the truth, the word of God. That's what's being spoken into their lives. That's what should be spoken into their lives. Every, every word that's being spoken is confirmed through the word of God. Again, therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. Then as you go on into 21, not everyone, hallelujah, who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, Ooh, you who practice lawlessness. Mm, mm, mm. Glory to God. All sin is lawlessness, y'all. And we have to remember too, right now there's a lot of rebellion that's going on. We got some people that are rebelling against God, rebelling against God's people. 
And then too, we, we have to begin to understand too, because there's a lot of false prophets out there. There's a lot of false teaching out there. There's a lot of false doctrine out there. And, but the Lord says you have to know them by their fruit. A, a, a good fruit tree cannot, cannot bear bad fruit. If there's bad fruit there, that, that, that's a sign that's not of God. But how do we begin to learn that by examining ourselves in the word, beginning to study the word, learning the word, learning it, because we got to understand. And this is so it's crucial, y'all. It's like crucial time. This is why we have to come together. This is why we have to gather so that we can get understanding. This is why we have to come together the way we do. We can't take time off. We can't take time off. Sometimes that flesh will tell you, no, don't get on there. No, no, get on there because we're not on here trying to, as we say, we're not begging for your money. All we're doing is just begging that soul. Come on and feed yourself this word. I'm telling you because there will come a time when you'll just, you'll crave it. Just like sometimes when you're thirsty and you want nothing but waters. For me, I have seasons when I just want to drink water. I don't want no soda. I'll drink ginger ale, but sometimes I don't even want that out. I just have to pull away from that because I just want water. And that's how it has to be for us who are, who are of the faith, who love Jesus. For us believers, those of us who are saved, remember salvation, that's just the first beginning. That's to get you to the place. But in order to, to you don't want to just remain there. You, you want to mature. You want to grow in Christ. Which means sometimes you have to challenge yourself. Challenge yourself with the word. I'm telling you, best challenge there is. Adversity is a good thing. It causes us to grow. Certain things are happen. Certain situations are happen that will push you to the word. You can't even get away from it. But it's a good thing because you don't want to be a tree out here bearing bad fruit. It says that that tree will be what? It'll be cut down. I don't want to hear the Lord turn me away. You know, I don't, I don't want everything that has happened and, and prayers we've prayed and things that have happened. And something I love, Pastor Eric on, on Thursday night talked about that most important thing is that your name be written in the Lamb's book of life. Your Lamb, our name be written in the Lamb book of life. That's the most important thing out of everything that we do. That's what is most important for us all. That is why the Lord reminds us. That's why we're reminded in, in 2 Peter 3 and 9. We, gotta, we, we got to begin to understand that's the most important thing. Is that, and that's the most important thing that we teach. And you, you get that understanding from the word of God. We nobody wants to hear. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you depart from me. Nobody wants to hear that. So take that time now to continue to apply the word to every area. He gave an instruction. Go into the back of your Bible. There's concordances in there. There's dictionaries. Anything that you want to know about the word, it, it gives you an outline, an imprint. It helps you to be able to go and even read the scriptures the more and begin to pray, teaching you how to how to pray those scriptures 
on your life, over this nation, over the world. They need Jesus. And the best way for us to start is to continue to keep praying. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's what we're going to be praying, that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And two, I want to go down into 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it fell, and great was its fall. Praise God. That's what we're teaching. That's what we're standing on. A lot of foundations that were built had to be broke up. Had to, In other words, it's sort of like when you get that chisel and you go in there and you crack up that concrete and you start all over again because you want to make sure that your house that you're building is built on a firm foundation. That's, that's because we don't want nobody to go out here not knowing not understanding. For us, we're still learning. As pastors, we're still learning. We we don't know it all. We're still learning. I love learning. I'm 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 not afraid to, to say I love learning. I learn every day. Every time I get on here, I'm learning. Every time I go in the word, I'm getting more understanding and revelation of the word now than ever. But it's because of this time. For us who are believers, we're excited because we're saying, God, this is time that we can pray more and come together. Thank you for leaving us a tool in place for us to gather in your name. We're not gathering in Pastor Lester's name, Pastor Sharon's name, or Pastor Eric's name, or Pastor Phoebe's name. We're gathering in Jesus' name, and we're keeping it about him. We're making his name great. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father, we just thank you this morning for every word that you have given us, every instruction that you have given us. Father, we thank you for all those who have taken the time out to join in on your prayer line. God, this is your prayer line. It was created for you. And Father, we thank you that every time we come together, every morning, we keep the emphasis about you, Jesus. We keep the scriptures ringing, Father God. We keep the prayers ringing to you, Father. I thank you, Lord, for everybody who has all over the world taken the time out to click on to the prayer line podcast just to listen in, Father. I thank you for, for those who... Go back and re-listen, God. And even as we go and we go back and we hear your word over and over, God, we thank you for it because it's your word that's being played. Father, we thank you for 
the two or three that are gathering here, Father, we're gathering in your name and we're standing on your promises, God, because your promises are not slack. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you wait patiently for your people, God. We thank you for those that are coming, that are on the way. We thank you, Lord, for those that are already here. We thank you, God, for the obedience to you. We thank you, Father God, that people are taking your word to heart. Not ours, but yours. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for everything that you have done. Not just the things that you're going to do, Lord, but for the things that you've already done. Father, we thank you for you told us in your word in Hebrews 10 and 23. You said, without faith, it's impossible to please you. For you are a rewarder, God, of those who diligently seek you. And I thank you for the diligent seekers on this line this morning, God. They're not on here just because of us, God. They're on here because of you. It is you that is touching hearts, God, and changing lives. It is you, Father, that's restoring the believers who are gathering. Father, I thank you that these all of us are taking time out to just come and be with you, Lord. We are so excited, Jesus, that we have a place that we can come together and we can just eat of your word. We can encourage one another. Father, we can pray for each other. We can share the word with one another. Father, I thank you, God, for teaching us the truth. For you are the truth, God. You are the answer to everything. I thank you, Lord, that you say you be for no one to perish. And Father, I thank you for your truth. I thank you that you are allowing us all, God, to work on our personal intimate relationship with you. And in that, Lord, thank you for making us the example of who you are to others, God, because we don't ever want to be a stumbling block to anybody. We want to be the block that helps people to draw closer to you. But you said it in your word, God, Proverbs 11 and 30, God. We're standing on that, God. For we know your word tells us that he who wins souls is wise. It's better to win souls, God. It's not about winning the fame from the people or winning their money, God. We don't want to be famous, God. We want you to continue to be famous. We want you to be the magnet that people are drawn to. But we thank you, God, that you have created a place for us to gather and we can invite others to come. Thank you, God. Thank you for your son, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for us because of your death. We have a chance. For some people, they have a second chance at life. Thank you, Lord, for every opportunity that you present to us to share your gospel. We don't share anything, Lord, but your truth. Every day, Lord, every morning, we enjoy getting on your line, Lord, and hearing the people's voices. We thank you, Lord God, that this line has opened up hope for so many, Lord. It has reached beyond the expectation that we even had, God. This 
this has become a place of worship. This has become a place of praise. And God, we owe it all to you, Jesus. All because we keep your word going forth. Because you said it, God. You have spoken it to us, God, in Isaiah 55 and 11. You reminded us, oh God. You get the word out. You get the word out. You get the word out, and we're getting your word out, God. Because you said it, Lord. Isaiah 55 and 11. This was your word spoke through the prophet. Isaiah says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So every prayer we pray on trust, every prayer that is prayed on healing, every prayer that is prayed on faith, every prayer that is prayed for the precious, our whole precious Holy Spirit, every prayer, he is so awesome. He is such a, he's healer, God. He's with us. He carries us. He speaks for us. He directs us. We thank you for that gift that you gave us. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. He is working through us. And lives are being changed all because we have submitted ourselves to you, Lord. And we're putting your word out there. You said just put your word out there and it'll draw them. You put my word out there, it'll accomplish the very thing in which I sent it. So I thank you, Lord, that you're teaching us on what to pray, how to pray for this nation. It's coming back to life all because of the creating a prayer culture for God, prayer line. People are coming from all over the world. All ages are listening in because they want to hear the truth. And they're being drawn to you, Jesus. They're not being drawn to us. They're being drawn to you. So, Father, we thank you for this day, for this is the day that you have made. We choose to rejoice and be glad in it. We're not going to stop praying. We're not going to stop teaching. We're not going to stop encouraging. We're not going to stop inviting people to you. We invite them to you. And so, Father, we thank you for a place. We thank you for a place that we have to come to get away from all the cares of life. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. <laughs> thank you for your truth. Thank you for your people, those that are here with us and those that are on the way. We thank you, Father. Thank you, God, as you continue to go before us and teach us so that we can teach others. And, Father, I thank you for all the love. I thank you for all the, the strength. I thank you for your peace, for this is a peaceful place, God, because everything here is always about you. So, Father, I thank you today, for you are our Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And, Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day, Lord, our daily bread. For you are giving us your daily bread, God. You are giving us your daily bread. Every time we open up the Bible, God, and we read, Father, 
This is your daily bread. We pray for that every morning, God. We ask you for that, God. We ask you to give us your daily bread. And Father, I thank you that you give us your daily bread and we're able to give that daily bread to others. And even as we go on to say, and forgive us our debts, Lord, as we forgive our debtors. Father, and lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.